Hello, everyone. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to On the Inside with James O'Keefe, where we take you inside of societies, corporations, government institutions. And in today's episode, we're going to take you inside the Equinox Gym in Long Island, where Judge Arthur Angoran works out. We're going to be posting that video to the internet in about five minutes. That was uh, coming to us from a number of sources that worked out with the judge. That's right, literally on the inside. People working out alongside the judge, sending us videos. So I decided to pay him a visit and work out alongside him. He was doing the rows. I was doing the tricep dips there at 5 a.m. in the morning on Long Island. So we're going to get to that in about 15 minutes. We're actually uploading the video team. We upload the video now. We had to do some last-minute touches. We're, we're go ahead and publish that video on, on YouTube, on X, on Instagram. Uh, we'll be going to go into that video in about 15 minutes from now. So if you need to come back or stay on with us, we're going to first go over this IRS clip, and then we're going to get to this judge video, Judge Arthur Angoran. Uh, this week, we broke the IRS story and we went on a wild goose chase. It'll be interesting to see what the judge does, whether he runs away as well. They always run. They usually assault me. They run. They, the Pfizer guy assaulted me. The IRS guy ran. If they're smart, they stay quiet. They're, or they talk to me. I mean, that's what I would do. I would talk. Right? That's what I would do. So here's this. I really want to go through this IRS video real quick, and then we're going to get to the judge video. This is IRS criminal investigator. IRS. Are you Alex Mena with the IRS, sir? Um, it's part of an undercover investigation. You're talking about you going after small people, destroying people's lives. You have no problem doing that. You're on hidden camera. Now, this was a cookie shop in New York City. When it comes to the judge, when it comes to these places, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tell you why we chose a cookie shop in a minute. It's part of a hidden camera investigation. They don't have any empathy at all towards it. It was at this moment that he knew. Then Alex Mena says, that's not me. You see the cognitive dissonance there in the face of the subject denying his own identity. You're on camera, sir. I don't know what you're talking about, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, he says. I'm really sorry. Then he says I'm harassing him, which is ironic because that's what he does for a living. Um, is, is this you on camera, sir? That's not you. That's not me. There he is denying his identity again. That's not you? That's not me. They used a clip there from the old... They used to do this like 20 years, 30 years ago. They used to go undercover in Jiffy Lubes and put the hidden cameras in the car. By the way, they always go put the hidden cameras in like low-level stuff. Like what would you do, ABC News, where they get the guys, you know putting the wrong color Barbie doll or something like that. This is low-level stuff. We're doing high-level stuff here. It is certainly you, sir. It's you on Hidden Camera. You're harassing me. You're harassing me. They're so apt to talk when they don't know they're being recorded. So then what happens is the guy runs away from us here. Sir, we have a runner. We have a runner at the IRS. We're going for a jog here in New York City. Now, that soundtrack is from the movie Chariots of Fire from 1981. Um, the runner, the running. So this guy opted to run. With a criminal investigation, you hit the IRS. We're running. Whoa, 
Now we actually have some t-shirts due to popular demand. We got a runner. We got a runner. We're selling the merchandise for OMG. We got a runner on the website, O'KeefeStore.com. You can support our mission, support our journalism. We got a runner. So we ran about eight minutes, eight minute mile in penny loafers. I was very, I was very careful not to trip. We had dogs. We had people cursing us off uh, here on the street down Seventh Avenue. So we get to this alleyway, and this guy is hiding. This IRS criminal investigator. This is on um, Commerce Street, New York City. He's hiding in the doorway of the alley. It's not an alley. It's a corner here. He's standing in the door, like against the door, trying to evade me. Now the question is, do we think do we think that the guy was really fit, or he was just so amped up on adrenaline that he's, this is the fastest he's ever run? Adrenaline. I think it was adrenaline. I mean, we had the cameras, we had the equipment, we had my note, I had my notebook and my iPad and a flag mic and penny loafers. Uh, and we caught up to him, and then he sprints away again. He's hiding. You feel me? So then Braden says, I can't go farther. He's winded. He's going to throw up. Okay. Our cameraman's winded. Um, we're going to throw up. Uh. I have no fear of fainting. So we're not really, you know, this, is, this happens. Um, he says he can't breathe. You know, it's really, he's really winded. Then he hides inside this, this place here. Now, now, one more clip, and then I want to get a reaction before we go to the judge. By the way, if you're listening, if you're just tuning in, you're on the inside with James O'Keefe. Uh, we're about to get to the Judge Angoran workout video. We just published. It's live on YouTube. Let me see if it's live on X here. It's live on X. So you, it's, the video is now live. We're going to get to that in a minute. We're just finishing up this IRS storyline. The restaurant owner in New York kicking us out. Not kicking. Trying to look at my phone. This video here. For those of you who are watching on Rumble and YouTube, this is actually, we haven't released this yet. This is the owner of the restaurant, a man named, let me get his name for you, uh, Stephen Werther. He owns Suprema Provisions in the West Village on 305 Bleecker Street. Does not appear to be a fan of freedom. He sees me, and then he actually, I've never seen this happen before. This is the restaurant owner. He tries to grab my phone. I'm, I'm listening, you know, my, my, my iPhone. Listen to this. Are you recording anything here? No. No, sir. No. 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 Okay. Why would you ask? Uh, because the other gentleman around the corner... He actually grabs my phone. Are you recording anything? I've never seen that happen before. Who does that? Is that that was a misdemeanor or something, right? The truth is I was recording. <laughs> but still, he grabs the phone. Oh, it's brought to my attention, and it's my advice. Okay. So, right. you want to record here? We're happy to have you do what you just want you to ask. No, I just don't want you to see what's on my phone. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to a video right now. What is so expensive? Thank you. All right. So that's the IRS investigation. I think. Do we have Alex Stein? Are you there, sir? Do we have Alex Stein on the line? Uh, we'll we'll wait for him to join. We'll get right back to him. Um, we're going to go right to the judge clip. So let's go to the videotape here in Long Island. This is Mia walking inside. If you're those of you just joining us, we're going to Judge Arthur Ngoron. Uh, 
This is the video that we just broke. Judge Arthur Ngoron tells James O'Keefe on hidden camera inside his Equinox gym that he gets lots of hate mail, but he's strong. Um, so we're going to go ahead and play This Is Me Walking Into The Equinox Gym where Arthur Ngoron works out. So this is a fan who, who, who I guess recognizes me inside of Arthur Angoron's gym. Now, at first I thought this guy was pretending to be a fan. Um, but he was an actual fan, I guess. He was a real deal. And we're blurred of his face because, you know, it's the Soviet Union in Long Island. So we don't know if we're... New York City, so we don't know if he's going to be blacklisted for so. And then he, I says, he says, I know why you're here. This is right before I talked to Arthur, and I said, I know why you're here. And I said, why is that? And he says, yeah, I know why you're here, a hundred percent. And I asked him, what time does the judge get in? It's now about five thirty in the morning, uh, and he says, about now, about now, the judge has not arrived yet at the gym. By the way, Alex Stein is on. Alex, are you there? Yes, James. Thank you for having me, dude. This video is great. Uh, hey, Alex. I, still, I still can't believe that guy ran like that. I don't know why that's always their first reaction to start running. But uh, Yeah, I wanted your reaction, Alex, to the IRS video, uh, the guy running, the, 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 the craziness of, of reality life of seeing all this, what's your reaction to that? And what would you, what would have you done in that situation? Cause you're in these situations a lot. Well, you know, honestly, <laughs> let's just be real, James, when they interact with you, that's what you want the most. So these people, if we were giving them a, you know, a lesson plan on how to deal with somebody that's going to confront you, the best thing is to be quiet and just shut up. That's why like some of the best politicians, because they're used to doing like Adam Kinzinger. I put a camera in his face and called him out and he just went quiet like a church mouse. But when I called AOC, a big booty Latina, she ended up interacting and, you know, like complaining. So if you're getting if you're getting confronted by somebody, the best thing to do is to ignore it and be quiet. Um, but when you start running like that, you look guilty. So I don't know. I would just try to look stoic and not answer a single question like you're being inter you know interrogated by a cop why do you think he ran so so fast and ran for his life well because you you exposed him because this is the other thing is james when you have these guys on these dates sometimes you know and he's saying that they're doing the warrantless search on, on people maybe and i'm not saying i think that really is happening but like maybe he's saying that to sound cool on the date and then he realizes once you confront him that oh man i just lied I'm going to lose my job. So I think that's what it comes down to is like, just like when you had that white house guy, I mean, how did that, I still don't understand how that guy did not know it was you, James. I did that guy not also, I didn't sprint, but he sort of ran fast away. He didn't say a word. He didn't say a word. Now, when he was on the date with me, he's talking about Michelle Obama. He's talking about, uh, we can't fire a black lady from the, from the ticket because she's black. She's talking about Kamala Harris there. I mean, so Stein, if you're in the situation where someone's running from you, do you chase, do you chase after them? Well, I mean, listen, if I was being confronted by you, James, I'd be scared. I would need a diaper because I would be crapping my pants. And what if you're the what if you're the one running after? What if you're the journalist running after the subject? What do you do? 
Well, I mean, I don't know how much you can run because you know this. There is kind of a gray area. Like, let's say he hops in the car. Yeah, mm. you can you can trail him in the car, but how long are you going to trail him back to the house? So it's kind of weird where you, as a uh, let's say, lack of a better word, gonzo journalist, you will take it farther than any ABC mainstream media. But even you have decorum where you don't want to be like too invasive. So I don't know. I, I think you and I would go a lot farther than a normal journalist. And you would you would even go way farther than me because you're a lot more professional. But I just I don't know. It's kind of a gray area. Yeah, so I think that the, the law says what is reasonable. And it's a it's a it's a uh, judgment that you make. You don't want to chase them forever. But the fact that if someone in the criminal IRS investigations division running away from you, usually, usually people run away from the IRS. Now we got the IRS running from us. Hey, Alex, I want to play this judge clip, and and if I don't know if you if you have a minute to to take yeah, a look at this or stay around for about five minutes, we're gonna play this clip, all right, and get your reaction to it, okay? Sounds good. Judge Arthur Engeron, here's me walking in the Equinox gym at five thirty a.m. We're talking to a fan inside the gym. And he says, now usually, so here's a video. We're looking inside the Equinox gym, Judge Arthur Ngoron, that's the guy, for those of you who don't know his name, who ruled against Trump in Manhattan, 354 million, whatever it was. And there he is sitting on the couch inside the Equinox. Great Neck, New York. This is just outside New York City. We got the music from Scarface, and here we got a little clip of Angoron working out. We got the hidden cameras in the gym there in the Equinox in New York. You're looking at video of me doing the dips next to the judge doing the rows. People saying he needs protein. That's the other thing we should sell is protein powder. Good pro. Who, who, we always need protein powder. We're selling the vitamins. We need to sell the protein powder. We need more protein, James. Yeah, we need more protein. We need more, strong, strong body, strong mind. And uh, the listeners, if you're listening to this, you can watch these clips in the nest. You can see the video. And now let's get the meat and potatoes. So listen to this, everyone. This is breaking news inside the Equinox Gym in Long Island, New York, Great Neck, New York. The judge creeping on the girls. Let's listen in. One source even sent us a video saying that Arthur Engeron creeps girls out in an Equinox Gym in Long Island. At the end of the clip, the woman is visibly annoyed by the judge and tells him to back off, gesturing with her hands. And here's a video. This was not shot by me. This is shot by someone inside the gym. I'm going to read this to you. This is a confidential source. We have them on the line. We're going to get him on the line before we go to my conversation with the judge. We call this Equinox Deep Throat. I don't know. You know, I'm 39 years old, but I've read all the Woodward and Bernstein books, Deep Throat, referring to the source inside the, the FBI, Mark Felt. OMG has all types of deep throats. Now we got an Equinox deep throat. We will not reveal the identity of the man or woman, multiple sources who are recording the judge. You can clearly see in the video clip the young woman, we've been told these women are 20-something, early 20s, trying to get the guy to back off. Now, I'm going to read this to you. Quote, she's clearly annoyed and tells him to back off. She's gesturing with her hands to get him to back off. Judge Engeron goes to my gym, the Equinox gym, 
in Great Neck, I have a video of him creeping the girls out. He does this every single visit, every single day, 5.30 a.m. to 6 or 6.30 a.m. every single day. The source tells us that they want to record more videos of the judge doing this. Multiple sources inside the gym. The video you're watching, everyone, is not taken by OMG. It's taken by a source. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and, 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 team, do we have that source on the line? Do we have uh, Equinox Deep Throat on the line? Team, not yet? Oh, that, that's, uh, is that coming up? What time are we having him on the line? All right, we're standing by on that. But I'm going to go ahead and go to my conversation with the judge. Uh, this is... This is Judge Angeron. I told him I'm a huge fan. Thank you for what you did, Judge. Thank you so much. He says, for what? I said, thank you for what you did. And he's laughing. He's having a good time. There you see Letitia James, the judge, and Trump in the courtroom in the background. I say, that must have felt good. And then I tell the judge, we've got to get all these MAGA people out of New York State. Once and for all, we can't have all these MAGA people in New York, after all. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And the judge replies, thank you. He asked me what my day job is. wearing the OMG t-shirt, which said O'Keefe Media Group, but the judge didn't know who I was. I was standing there, and 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 literally, in front of this judge, I've got a big T-shirt with huge letters OMG. Um, and he still does not know who I am. It says O'Keefe on my shirt. He did not know who I was. None of these people recognize me. You know, Stein. To your point, you asked me why. Why doesn't anybody recognize me? I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the schism in media. They don't really pay attention to the internet. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that before we play the rest of this? Well, it's funny because I would think that these people that are connected to politics whatsoever would know who you are. So that's why that was more shocking. But listen, I interview people on the street all the time. If you ask somebody who Kamala Harris is, I would say a lot, not even kidding. Maybe seven out of 10 people wouldn't even know. And you'd have to remind them like when I, cause I have videos where I've asked people, you know, who is the president? You can ask, there's literally viral videos on TikTok where people have a, a clock and they can't even read a clock. So, I mean, we're just, people are just dumb. I'm, I'm including myself. So that's what I think it is, James. They don't even know what's going on. They don't realize that, you know, the Department of Justice has, has been weaponized against the American people. Like, there's major things people don't know about. So I guess if they don't know that's happening, then maybe that makes sense. They don't know who James O'Keefe is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if most people can name one Supreme Court justice, let alone my name. Uh, or, you know, Ed Snowden, I think it was John Oliver who did a piece about Ed Snowden. No, most people don't even know who Ed Snowden is. Oh, we have Equinox Deep Throat on the line. I'm excited I'm for that. I'm, I'm not done playing the video of me talking to the judge, but we're going to get to that in a minute. Let's go to Equinox Deep Throat. If you're just tuning in, you're on the inside with James O'Keefe. We're playing the video inside <laughs> the Equinox gym where Judge Angoron, but before you speak, Mr. Deep Throat, we need to make sure your voice is disguised, team. Do we have the voice disguise feature active? Before, don't say anything. Don't you? You he you have to have it on. Um, do, does he know how to do that? We we're gonna make sure before you speak. We want it to be gargled. 
we know that you live in the Soviet Union there in uh, New York City area. I mean, so do I, but I lean into it. I run towards the fire. Not everyone can do that. Mr. Deep Throat Equinox Insider, do you know how to use the voice disguise feature on Spaces? I believe so. I think you're doing it. Awesome. Perfect. Your voice is disguised. Go ahead. You have informed me. You have given us video inside the Equinox gym of, of the creeping the girls out. Can you speak more on this, please? Yeah, I mean, this is every single visit. Every time I'm in this gym, I go to this gym, you know, at least four or five days a week. And every time I go to the gym that he is there, he does not, he makes it a point to go up to any young girl possible every single visit. And he doesn't miss. That's why I was so confident to say, I mean, I could get you. No, we lost you there. Equinox Deep Throat, are you there? We, we, we lost him. Yeah, I'm uh, back. You got me? Go ahead. We, we have you back. Right. Uh, this is even sent us. Okay. Now, this is your video that you sent OMG of him being pretty, pretty uh, handsy with a young 20-something, and she's basically pushing him away. You, you witnessed this. Tell us what you witnessed. We had to blur the woman's face. I mean, the moment I saw him go up to this, this girl, you know, I knew I had to get my camera out and just get a recording of it because I, I knew how it was going to end. It ends the same time every time. These girls at the end, at first, they might smile and, you know, say, oh, hi, hello. You know, they're being kind and nice. And by the end of the conversation, they always get creeped out. You always see the change in their face. You always see that they're visibly very upset. Now, you're listening, for those of you tuning in, you're listening to a person inside the Equinox Gym in New York talking about the recording he made of Judge Engeron, that's Arthur Engeron from the Trump case, getting creepy on girls. Now, you mentioned this woman is, you know, the judge appears to be doing something prior to talking to her. What is he saying here to this woman? I wish I knew. I mean, I think he kicks up a conversation, you know, n normally. And then by the time the conversation gets towards the end, as you could see in the video, unfortunately, you know, obviously the face has to get blurred out, but you could see her expression change in an instant. Whatever he said, she, she didn't like it. And, and it's the same thing every single time. That's why I knew once I got my camera out, I was going to get something. Now, the judge is you, with his fingers here. He's going one, two, three. It's almost like he's saying, I got $300 million, $400 million. <laughs> In the last week, the judge's life has changed because he's gotten this verdict against Trump, uh, what's called a, uh, a bench trial, not a jury trial. The Trump lawyers opted for a bench trial, pres presumably because he's not, he can't get a fair jury trial, nor probably can he get a judge trial, but they took their chances. Have you noticed a visible uptick in the... Uh, approaches to young girls in the gym after the so-called verdict of $354 million? The the I wouldn't say it's an uptick. This has been consistently since uh since he's been coming to the gym. This has always been the way he, he's been. But you could certainly see, uh, I don't know, uh, kind of like a different aura about him. He walks around with a smug face all the time now. He's cocky. He walks around. I'm not, I can't, I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, the guy literally walks around with his chest puffed out, especially after that verdict. Wow. Um, uh, and you said that you, you see this, you've seen this every day. How often have you seen this behavior of the judge in the gym? James, I'm not exaggerating. 
every single time this man is at the gym. I'm sure you uh, you mentioned you have other sources as well. Like I, you know, we we've all seen it. Everyone sees it. Everyone knows. Every time he's at the gym, it's like, oh, watch, he's definitely gonna go up to this girl or that girl. You know, he's uh, he, every single time. I'm not exaggerating at all. And uh, people are saying that that your voice is not disguised. Apparently, your voice is disguised. You're just using one of the other features, not the robot feature, but a different feature on on spaces. Uh, did you see the judge this morning in the gym? No, I wasn't there this morning. You what's that? I was not there this morning. You were not there this morning. And and what time do you? Well, we don't want to say what time you work out, but um, interesting. Uh, we also have Jordan Conradson uh, on the line who's noticed something about the video. Uh, in the video, Jordan, are you there? Let's get Jordan on. Jordan, go ahead. Unmute yourself. Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, how's it how's it going? Yeah, so to build on what that guy was saying, he walks around with his chest pumped out. That that's not the only thing I saw. Puffed out, if you know what I mean. Um, those sweatpants that he was wearing, you could see uh, something dangling between his legs. I'm not gonna say what it was. I'm sure everyone could assume, which I thought was pretty video. disgusting. Okay. I actually dropped a screenshot in the chat. Yep, I see that there. There, yeah. I'm not going to describe what I'm looking at there, but um, it's in the video. You can look at the pants for yourself. Um, going back to you, Equinox Deep Throat Source Insider, are you still there? Still here. Okay. Um, anything else you want to say about about this this behavior that you see every day? Yeah, I mean it's disgusting. You know, uh, I want to say. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with you know. You know, going to talk to people at the gym, but, uh, you know, this is not that. I just want to be clear. This is not just a friendly conversation at the gym. These are conversations that always end up the same way with the girl clearly distraught and, and uh, grossed out by whatever it is he's saying. We have another anonymous deep throat that just approached us with another tip. This is live. I wish to remain anonymous. I was getting a divorce in New York City after being married. It was 1978. I blocked it out. The case would be Brady versus Brady. It was a very difficult time. Um, and uh, he was great, and I was happy to be able to move on. A few days after the ruling, I got a call at work from the court clerk. That person had found my number and asked me to dinner. It was Angoron. I had no idea what he looked like. I remember thinking how uncomfortable this made me feel. Tracked down my personal information. Tracked me down. And, uh, and the rest here is, is pretty, pretty grotesque. Um, so, so anyways, we got a pattern of behavior here and perhaps this shows the character of the situation. Now, now, Mr. Deep Throat inside Equinox, what's next? Yeah. Are we going to, are you going to record more interactions between he and the, and the women? If he keeps on doing this, absolutely. I mean, a hundred percent, I think it needs to get out there. I mean, this might come around, he might come around to find this out. So maybe his behavior will change. But um, if it doesn't, and I see it, I'll absolutely take my phone out and record it. Uh, we'll see if that changes. Now, for those of you who are saying, well, this is just sort of par for the course. Guys do this all the time. It's normal for straight men to do this to women at the gym. Um, what's your reaction to that? 
No, absolutely not. I mean, I don't get that reaction from women. If I go up to someone at the gym, you know, they don't give me that reaction at the end. And it's because I'm not saying anything weird, strange or creepy. I mean, I, you know, there's other times I wish I recorded. I mean, it's the same reaction. Their face drops. Something he says, something he does where they, they're just like, look confused. They don't know what to do. They feel awkward. They feel strange. It's visible. You see it right away. This is not a friendly conversation or someone just trying to We lost you there. We lost you there. Um, either yep, you with me? I'm in. Yep. Uh, and, no, and but this are isn't there people inside the gym that agree with you that that are on. You know of anyone else there, or is it all people who are uh, uh, friendly and fans of the judge? Oh, I've never met a fan of the judge in that gym. Honestly, it, it's it's been talked about. You know, people are talking about it in the sauna. They see it. Everyone knows. You know. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. Well, thank you. Maybe stay with us if you have a minute. Uh, let's go back to my my discussion with the gym. In the gym. Huge fan of what you did. Thank you so much. He says, for what? I said, thank you for what you did. Laughter. Man, that must have felt good going after Trump. Got to get these MAGA people out of New York State, I say. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Judge. And the judge says, thank you. He asked me what my day job is, staring at my shirt, which says OMG. I was wearing the OMG t-shirt, which said O'Keefe Media Group, but the judge didn't know who I was. I told the judge I work in publishing, which is not untrue. Ah. I tell the judge that you're a hero of mine, so keep it up, shaking his hand. Now then I tell the judge, a little hard to hear, but then I tell the judge, if you're just tuning in, we're, we're showing the interaction I have with the judge here. Um... And if you're on the inside of this gym, we want more whistleblowers to come forward with recordings. But this is now me talking to the judge, and I say, don't let the bastards get you down. This is me talking to Judge Angoran. He says, I'm strong. He says, he laughs, I'm really strong. This is the judge talking to me. Um, you know, we don't know how strong he actually is, how much weight he can push. He appears quite scrawny, but not much body fat. I said we need to get those MAGA Republicans out of New York State. And then he says he gets a lot of hate mail, a lot of hate mail. Presumably the judge is getting a lot of hate mail from different people. Uh, in, in New York. We just heard from the Equinox Deep Throat that um, this is news to me. A lot of the people inside the gym are not a fan of his. Hey, hey, hey Equinox Deep Throat, are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, you're saying that most people in, in this gym, they don't, they don't like him? Not the ones I talk to. I saw some people shaking his hand and, and, uh, and being friendly to him, but I guess perhaps you're not talking to those people. I would guess not. Yeah. 
I say there's a lot of hatred in the MAGA movement, and he says, I know, I know. He says, I get it. He asks me what my name is. I say, Jim. We shake hands. Now, we actually have breaking news. Um, we have Donald Trump uh, has joined the space and and is live with us. He only has about five minutes. Former president is on with us for his reaction to the both the revelations about the women in the gym as well as the conversation with me. Trump, are you there? Well, I'm there, and I have to say, you know, you look at this guy, Engeron, he's got yellow teeth. I don't, you don't see it in your video, but he's got candy corn teeth, and it's terrible. But you see what he was doing? He was probably creepier than crooked Joe Biden in the kindergarten classroom, which is, quite frankly, very creepy when you think about it. He's all over the place. He's getting up in the faces of these women, and he seems to think very highly of himself because he rigged a trial and got me in some trouble, but we're going to appeal it and we're going to beat him bigly. Uh, but you see what's happening in the gym. This is a little person. This is a weak person, a very weak person. And you saw, and you were doing, by the way, in the uh, in the video, the dips. You were doing dips like nobody's ever dipped before, except I do really good ones, too, when you think about it. And we don't have to talk about that. But uh, this judge ought to be ashamed of himself. And I think you did a tremendous job. But you see him in the gym. Nobody likes the guy. He's very unpopular, unlike me, who's very popular. And he's a creepy guy. And no girl has ever told me no. Not like that. No girl has ever told me no. As a matter of fact, I got in a lot of trouble in uh, Billy Bush, you know, at the tape. They actually tell me yes a lot. But you look at uh, what happened in the gym. They told him no. They told him to go away. And, uh, and then he went away. And he does this a lot because he's a creepy, sick person, believe me. Now, 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 the former president here, um, now, Donald Trump, you know, it, it appears as though he's increased, I've heard from some sources that he's increased his uh, uh, approaches to these young women in the gym. Um, he has a new kind of newfound confidence after the judgment, after the verdict, whatever you want to call it, the fine that he implemented against you. He's, he's very excited about that. I mean, is that right or wrong? I mean, what is your reaction to it? seems as though the verdict has made him even more so aggressive in this gym. Well, I, 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 think you could, uh, I think you could look at, you'd asked if he was excited, you asked if he was confident. And uh, There's a picture in the chat, there's a picture in the space, and you could see that he's probably very excited. He's more excited than Michelle Obama on Ellen's show. You're not supposed to see that or say that, but it happened. And, uh, you know, you, a lot of questions, a lot of things there that, uh, you know, creepy, just very creepy. But he should not be excited. He should not be confident. And clearly he's got issues. He's got a lot of problems. He's a sick puppy. And he's bothering people. You see that he's probably not going to be welcome in the gym soon. He's probably not going to be welcome, but uh, he's in there and he's causing a lot of problems. He's one step away from being as bad as Crooked Joe. You know, the only thing he didn't do was sniff. He didn't go for the sniff and he wasn't holding an ice cream cone, but he's an old <laughs> disgruntled person and he's creeping people out and it's not a nice thing to do. He's not a nice guy. Now, you said that he was weak, but he told me that he's very strong. Strong is the word he used. And he said he's getting a lot of hate mail 
your reaction first to him saying that he's strong? Well, I don't think he's a strong person at all. I think he's a very weak person, and uh, and he's getting hate mail because what he did was a terrible thing. You know, he should be getting the hate mail. He should be getting a lot of letters strongly worded, like Lindsey Graham. He writes them down when he's sitting and he's peeing. He writes the strongly letters, the worded letters, like nobody's ever seen. But he should be getting the hate mail. It's terrible. Uh, but he says he's a strong person. He's actually a weak person. And I have a little advice. You know, you could have told him if he's looking for, you know, maybe some sort of action or some sort of zing, he wants to do something. There's my, if you want to call her this, opponent in the primary. She loves the Escalade. You could pull up a rental car. You could rent an Escalade. Nikki Haley will be in the back of that thing faster than anybody's ever seen before. We call it the Escapade in an Escalade. That's our whole career. You could have her. You could have Kamala. Just tell her your name is Willie Brown. You could have her. Uh, he could have all the action he wants, just not with those girls from the gym. He's a weak person. He says he's a strong person. That is fake news. He's a liar and a terrible, terrible guy. One more question. You know, we, we, we see a lot of these videos that were sent to us from people inside the gym where the women are pushing him away. What is your message to all these young girls who are on these videos? We don't know what the judge is saying. We, we hope to hear more. Uh, what is your message to all these young girls that he's uh, aggressively approaching on the machines? Well, I would say don't let it happen. You know, don't let that happen. He's a disgusting person. And if you see him coming, it's like Jaws. You know, you see the fin in the water. You got to take care. You got to be careful. And uh, you have to fight for your security and your privacy. I would say you have a beautiful group. O'Keefe Media, OMG, it's great. It also stands for Orange Man Good. I don't know if you knew about that, but it does because a fantastic person. Uh, Orange Man Great sometimes, too. Just ask Michigan. They love me a lot. But you look at these girls. You can see that. Take out your cameras. Record the conversation. Give it to the highly respected OMG. And let's take this judge down and show everybody how corrupt and sick this guy is because he's a sick puppy and we all need to know about it. Thank you. There, there, there you have you. the former president telling, telling these people to take out their phones and record. If you have an iPhone and you're in New York State's one-party consent, it's legal to record audio so we can get more information. We, don't, we have this information thanks to Equinox, Deep Throat, and the messages. So thank you, Trump, for coming on and giving your commentary. Um, Alex Stein, are you still there? Sean Farash is the best Trump in the entire world. I know that we don't know who that is. We want to do a little cafe, but I'm eating lunch. I spit out my sandwich. That was so good. I mean, <laughs> that was. Uh, I have some people messaging me saying that's not Trump actually, and I like they're trying to. It's, he's so good that it requires people to kind of disintermediate and say, "Wait a second, that's not the president." No, um, no, but, but real quick. I don't want yeah. to take him, but I just have a video. Uh, I did a video with him where he called the city council. It's, it's coming out today on my show tonight at six. But I, I just want to say this about Sean. There's a lot of Donald Trump impersonators. Sean is thinner, so maybe he doesn't exactly look like Trump, but he is the most spot on when it comes to accuracy, when it comes to even gestures. Sean is the number one Trump impersonator there is. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I'm not here to kiss his butt. It's but unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, and Sean is also from Long Island. He's from the place where this occurred. Down there in Great Neck. And I don't know if Sean is from Great Neck, but somewhere on Long Island uh, where this happened. Remarkable stuff. And then, Alex, you're, you're um, so these girls are getting, you know, hit on. I, I guess 
you know, we have a lot more videos of sources with the girls. The guy is approaching the girls in the machines. They're pushing them away. I go to the gym all the time. I've never seen men do this constantly to women, but it, where does it cross the line, Alex? Does it cross the line? I obviously want to hear the audio from the judge as he's talking to the girls. We but got Jen, audio let me say this. That woman that just called in and said that uh, during her divorce trial, he hit, he hit her up after, he should go to jail for that. That's an ethics violation. No way should yeah. it judge be able to even contact a person and that actually happens all the time it happens with uh, police officers that handle domestic violence somehow these people like you know vulnerable people so that shows you that he's a predator right because he sees a woman like it's a bigger thing than him just trying to hit on a woman that went through a divorce case there's something like psychological about it that he wants to go after women that he thinks are wounded or that are vulnerable so this guy's a disgusting scumbag and a pervert according to his behavior at this gym so now i, I want to see the rest of it but this guy i mean he does not yeah this is if you're if he's tuning in we got a high level source just come to us saying that 1979 divorce case the judge took took the woman out uh i'm going to read this one more time this is breaking news 1979, divorce case. A few days after the ruling, the woman got a phone call at work from the court clerk, had found, her, I guess the judge was then a court clerk, found the number, if anyone has more information about this, and asked asked her out to dinner. She was. I'm reading the message. She was shocked. It was Judge Arthur and Gorham. She had no idea what he looked like. She remembered thinking how uncomfortable this made her feel, that he knew all of his personal information, tracked her down for a date, she was living in New Jersey, working in Manhattan. She agreed to go on the date with him. She drove into the city, and, and Goran met her in a parking garage. She saw him and thought, this is disgusting. The only reason she went on the date was to pump him for information. So this is in 1979. She was going undercover, if you will, uh, uh, going on the date to try to get more information on what the judge thought about during the case. She was, I guess, trying to think, doing what we're doing right now. This is what people need to do in this country is to get close to the source. I'm going to read the rest of the message. She decided to proceed to find out. He took her to the restaurant called Le Cirque. I've been to that restaurant, Midtown. That's one of the, the nicest restaurants in the world. That's kind of great. Great restaurant. The judge then told, this is 1979, the judge then told that he lived on the Upper West Side with a bunch of other people. Ungoran was excited to be having dinner with her. He ordered expensive wine. He said, wow, really hit it off. She said, oh, God, no. After, now, this is before hidden cameras, so she couldn't record on the iPhone. After the date, she got the information she wanted. Uh, judge called and called and called. He was very angry that she had dumped so, he had dumped so much money on her. He never, she never answered his calls. Finally, he gave up. I wonder if he went after all the women in his divorce cases. So this judge has, in the cases he was involved in, hitting on the the... the the plaintiffs, the defendants, taking them to dinners, using the information. So what we really need, guys, is a hot girl, a beautiful woman. Um, people say, well, James, you should have waited. Why did you break this video when you could have gotten more? Because my vision is to crowdsource this out, which is really the point. If you live in New York and you are a member of Equinox, go, out, go to the gym in Great Neck and go talk to that judge. Do that. Do, do those bench presses. Do those push-ups. Do those Pilates. Do those TRXs. Do the treadmill and try to find out more from this judge. He cannot help himself. And if we had the hot girl, you're going to get more information. That's what we're here to do. Um, 
So, um, Alex, your thoughts on that, that, that divorce information, which is breaking news. Well, that woman is obviously not the first woman that he's ever solicited after a divorce trial. You know, that's not, that, that wasn't just the first time he did that. So this guy's a scumbag. I mean, he's going after vulnerable people. I think it would be very easy for somebody to go to that Equinox. There's only usually one or two Equinoxes in these towns because, you know, it's a premier gym, let's say, to say the least. I think it'd be very easy to interact with this guy and, and, lack of a better word, almost honeypot him. I mean, this guy's a pervert. If you're just an attractive woman, and honestly, I'm not trying to say this. And honestly, if you're not that attractive, go hit on him. This guy's a perv. He'll probably sleep with anybody. You don't have to be super hot. I would just go talk to this guy. He sounds like a total nut job. Uh, and I'm sure he obviously has some sort of weird sexual proclivity, almost like Bill Clinton. Like you're the most powerful guy in the world, but you're just, you know, sex, you're just a sexual deviant. At some point, these people are very, you know, I don't even know what to say. I mean, they, they pride their sexual gratification more than their career. So I think it's very vulnerable for a citizen journalist to go. Well, if you want to be a judge, I don't think you should do that type of thing. I, I think there's a line here. What is the line? As a newsman, I have to determine, is this newsworthy? Um, but these are the times that try men's souls uh, here. Uh, we need to know what the judge is saying to these women. He's counting on his fingers one, two, three, four. I got $100 million, $200 million, $300 million out of the case in Trump. Uh, his libido has increased to 74-year-old, three-times divorced man uh, going after people. By the way, now we ha we've had Donald what – a, what, a, what a show today. We had Donald Trump reaction. Now we're going to go to Elon Musk's reaction. Elon, are you there? This is a little interesting next-level troll that uh, was dragged through the news, I think, uh, about, about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, this was actually recorded yesterday morning, and Elon, it seems as though... Oh, no, sorry, I was, I was referring to myself, yeah. Oh, uh, well, well, let's talk about this video uh, of, of the judge, Arthur Ngoron, approaching girls aggressively in the gym, him telling me he's strong, the judge telling me he gets lots of hate mail, and uh, according to some sources here, creeping on the girls, they're telling him to leave them alone, he, they're gesturing with their hands, your platform X... People are DMing me right now, Elon. Is this kind of what you envisioned for citizen journalism, where the people of this country take out their hidden camera recording devices, iPhone audio recording? What are your thoughts on that movement here and, and, uh, and making that even bigger? Well, I mean, I can't speak for the guy himself, but one thing that I can say is, I mean, isn't, it, isn't this exactly what citizen journalism is? I think people should be held accountable for many things that they do. And if you need behave a certain way, say in a gym, in this case, what you've just described, if somebody whips out the camera and starts putting that on X and it trends, that's just the way it is. It's not the best of content to have here. It's probably not even the most valuable, really, and kind of leads to perhaps some regretted user minutes. But in and of itself, I think it's, it's, it's eh, you know, it's... It's, it, I mean, it, it, what are you going to do? As this stuff needs to be talked about. So I guess if it gets amplified on the platform, that is a good thing. I mean, otherwise, we'd never know about this. I mean, who's going to report on it? The legacy media? Really? Well, I mean, as you say that, I got people coming into my DMs about, about the fact that he was a judge in their divorce, clerk in their divorce case, then took him on dates. So it seems like your platform is being used for DMs. If you have any information on this, on this judge... And you want us to follow up? You can DM us, follow up with us. Um, at least I know that he has been hitting on girls at the gym, and girls are his weakness, obviously. So now we know we just need the women to go undercover. Although I have found that the when the women go undercover, if they're too hot, 
it creates problems. We found that it creates problems. So I don't know, does a woman need to be a 10, a 9, an 8, a 7? Is that wrong for me to rate the rate? James, that's the smartest thing you've ever said because you want an attainable girl. This is going to sound a little harsh, but if if you've been in a slump, you almost need a slump buster. You don't need to go for a 10. You need a girl that's a 6 or 7 that's more in your league. So, no, that actually makes more sense. You might be more comfortable with just a normal-looking girl than, like, some total babe. So that's actually a lot of psychology behind that, James. Yeah, I mean, Elon, do you concur? It's like these sex bots. It's like these sex bots on the platform. You look at their profile, you just know that that shit's fake. I mean, Elon, what what should it be? Should it be a six, a seven, an eight? Where, where does the threshold where she's too hot, no longer attainable to Judge Angoran? Or is Judge Angoran the anomaly where he goes after the tens? Your read? No, not really, not really sure. <laughs> I think it's more like a, I mean, I mean, personally, if I were to say max level psyop, you'd probably want to go for like a seven to eight. It's insane enough, but not too insane. Well, if you're listening to this program, it's Equinox, 5.30 in the morning. I bet you I bet you this guy, my assumption is he's so – people say, oh, Keith, you're blowing your OPSEC. You're, you're hurting your chances to get more information. You know, I, I, I hear you on that, but I've got so many things to do that I want, I want a country of citizen journalists that goes out and does it themselves on their own. That's what we need to change things to roll back the tide. Not just me sending someone in, but one of you who's already in going in there, uh, putting on a nice little workout outfit. Um, and, uh, maybe, maybe she calls her, uh, maybe she calls the judge daddy. Yes. Works. Calls her daddy. Isn't that a podcast? Call her daddy. Yeah. That's a podcast about sex. But, hey, James, one thing yeah. I want to say is you're right. Everybody literally in this day and age, we're all citizen journalists. But something that made me you know, popular is I went and I spoke at these city council meetings. Like this last week, the mayor of Dallas was in his divorce proceedings. His wife caught him cheating on their ring doorbell camera with his chief of staff. And then once she left her position as the mayor's chief of staff, she created a thing called Adept Political Strategies. And he gave her five payments of $20,000 each, so $100,000. My point is, I went exposed this. It got you know millions of hits, a lot of attention. Anybody can do this, guys. You can hold a camera. Anybody can go to a city meeting and call out a politician. You don't have to be James O'Keefe. You don't have to be Alex Stein. You don't have to be anybody. Like that's what's so brilliant about what you've created, James. Is that we all have the power in our palm, these little phone cameras, and we can actually change the world with a video exposing somebody in power. And by the way, thank you, Alex. I love this call to action because that's why we're doing this. This video you're looking at, if you're on Rumble YouTube, this video is not taken by me. This is taken by an Equinox member recording him talking to the girl. Um, and and there's no reason why you can't do this. You guys can do this. Uh, you know, he's talking to O'Keefe, some random dude wearing a beanie cap. He's not going to give the crazy, crazy information. He's going to nod and smile, and he's going to say, I'm strong, and I'm getting hate mail. But, but all of you can do this, and all of you should do this without my coaxing uh, there. Uh, if you're just tuning in, sources inside Equinox uh, telling us that every day he, he, he hits on the girls, brags, gloats. He's on a power trip. We want to know the audio there between him and the girl Trump appealing the verdict. I've been told by my lawyers that for a judge to be unfair in any way, to to bias the case in any way, to gloat, to be politically prejudiced makes them automatically unfair. This could change the course of history, all because you chose to record audio of these interactions. And there you see it. 
Uh, people are motivated by a lot of things undercover. They're motivated by sex, ego, power. Um, usually it's sex. Usually it's money. Usually it's ego. Sometimes it's ideology. I don't know what this guy's motivated by, but uh, actually I can, I, can, I can suspect what he's motivated by. Um, uh, Elon, anything else you want to add? Get someone... Get get someone who get someone who talks to him about the Roman Empire. Talk to him about the Roman Empire. Just because, just because. Well, tell me more what you're thinking. J just be careful about which historical facts that you choose, because some of them may be very reminiscent to today. That kind of gives away your opsec. Just saying. I'm I'm okay with giving away opsec. I've thought long and hard about this, and I think it's time to mobilize the citizen journalists to tell them what to investigate, to tell them where to go and to say, go at it, you know, go at it. Um, like a bounty. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say bounty per se, but just say, here's the information. You know, you guys, you're, you're all have an assignment. You can all go to the gym. You can all talk to this guy. People are very conceited and, uh, uh, it's still possible to get more information out of the judge. Um, Alex, Elon, anything else? Well, this is, I do want to say this one thing, and this is to Elon. Listen, I got triple vaccinated uh, because I listened to the science, and now I'm impotent. And I'm wondering, if I got the neural link, could that help me get an erection in the future? Because I would be willing to be a part of your beta testing program if that would be possible. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, thank you. Yes. My wife is going to be so happy. Uh, she's going to finally dump her boyfriend. Thank you, Elon. Please sign me up. I'm willing to sell my body to science. I would ask more questions about the boyfriend, but I'm really not ready for that uh, one. Don't yet. worry about Dontarius. No, he's a big fan of yours, though, actually. You canceled his account a few times, but it was valid, so don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, no, thank you, James, for having me. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Elon. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Trump. Um, uh, crowdsourcing the journalism out here. Uh, I, I got this video. I obtained this yesterday. For those of you saying, oh, Keith, you should have gone deeper. Pun intended, or no pun intended. No pun intended. No touching that occurs at O'Keefe Media Group. People say, well, you should have slept with the dude. I'm not going there, guys. Sorry, not going to do it. Not going to do it. That's unethical. That's not journalism ethics there. Um, but uh, in terms of why I released this video uh, uh, right when I obtained it, didn't wait, because, again, I believe in this vision of crowdsourcing out citizen journalism. Speaking of crowdsourcing out citizen journalism, we have, we have Carly, the undercover journalist, who recorded the IRS agent on the line. Uh, Carly, are you there? I am here, yes. Uh, Carly, your reaction to the IRS agent running at the speed of light uh, away from <laughs> us sprinting down the street. Well, now you, you recorded this man. Uh, when you recorded him, he was apt to tell you all the things. Uh, you know, it's, we're destroying people's lives. We have no the problem mm -hmm. doing it. When I confronted him, he... He acted like he said, it's not me. He, is this not him? The man that I confronted? Is that the man you recorded? Oh, it is the man I recorded. It's the man I have been um, undercover dating for months. This was not just a one date situation. I got to know him and verified this information over the course of months. Well, he says it's not me, though. He says he, it's not oh, me. Oh, it's clearly it's him. Me. What's that? It's clearly him. He was obviously very... Um, shocked to find out that he had been um, recorded on the dates and uh, 
And uh, pretty much, I'm pretty sure he's regretting opening up to me like he did. <laughs> now, how would you compare what he said to you and your date with him and his comments to me in this recording where he says, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. And he says, I'm really sorry. What is your thoughts on uh, that reaction? I think he is more so apologizing for not wanting to talk to you. Um, and he's saying it's not him, but I mean, anyone with, you know, relatively good vision can see it is him. It's him mm. in the, in, in the recordings on the dates and it's him that you're approaching. And I know it's him because I had just left him two seconds before you approached him. So it's him. He just doesn't have the, I mean, he's weak. He's very weak. He's weak. He's working for the IRS. You know, he's not a man of um, principle or courage. And he is, he has no courage to speak to you. Did you think he was going to sprint like that? No, I didn't even know he could sprint. To my knowledge, that man does not work out. That was pure adrenaline. Um, and it seems like a little bit of fear and shock that all hit him at once. And boy, he took off. <laughs> now, you've done this this undercover dating. This is everyone This is listening. This is American Swiper. That's O'KeefeMediaGroup.com slash Swiper. You can do what he did. And he made uh, $7,000 uh, which we're about to pay out because the video got viewed 5 million times. You can make money as a citizen journalist doing this. Better, Certainly a better model, uh, American Swiper, than, than putting everyone on payroll because we crowdsource out the journalism. Um, so we're, we're going to go ahead and pay you for that IRS video because you did such great work. And if you want to go out and do likewise and go catch these government bureaucrats, these deep state people, these Leviathan administrative state individuals talking about how they're fleecing the American taxpayer, corrupting the situation, abusing their power, we will pay you anywhere from $5,000 to $8,000. Um, now, when, now, in terms of the American Swiper program, uh, Carly, Carly, excuse me, Carly, um, a lot of these women in this Equinox gym in New York thinking about recording the judge, the judge going up to them aggressively, hitting on them, mm -hmm. maybe crossing the line. I don't know, but the women are brushing him away. Um, may, might be afraid to do so, might be afraid to record. Your message to those women in that gym that the judge is aggressively pursuing. I mean, I haven't seen that video to see who's he, who he's approaching, but being a woman that does go to the gym and I don't, I don't, I mean, it doesn't take much to get a guy to approach you at a gym at all. So, well, I mean, what, should the women record him? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And if they're, and what's your, if, you're, if they're listening, what are you, what's your message to them? I mean, if they're interested in, in revealing truth, then record him to just, you know, now, I mean, what if they're worried about retaliation. That is the fear um, amongst a lot of people that do this. And I think you have to just kind of outweigh the, you just have to determine what's more important, I suppose. Determine what's more important. Like I think. the truth or the backlash. Like what, if you value the truth, then you just 
you do it knowing that there can be consequences. Well, anything else you want to add to, to the people who are thinking about becoming American swipers, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com slash swiper. I would just uh, encourage people who, who want to do it to just take that leap and, and do it. Just take the leap. Mm -hmm. Take the leap. And we have a, got 100 people signed up so far. We're looking for 1,000. Usually it's about one out of every uh, few hundred people that make the cut. O'KeefeMediaGroup.com slash Swiper. What are your biggest challenges to doing this sort of work, recording these officials, uh, uh, Carly? What was the question? Sorry. What, what were some of your biggest challenges, the difficulties in, in doing this type of work? I think that it's important to... Be mindful of the time of day you're meeting a subject, where you're meeting them, making sure your safety is a priority. Mm -hmm. And um, and then getting to know the equipment and knowing how to place that, how to incorporate that into your date so it's not obvious, but that you are getting a good angle and knowing where to, where to have the dates, where it's not too loud, where the lighting is good enough and... Um, you, the worst thing which has happened to me, which is you go on a date, you get information, and it's not recorded. That's the worst. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you do some due diligence before you go on the date. And then, of course, the safety priority and and just making sure you get it, you get it on the first try. Well, um, I think what you did is really brave and really important. And a lot of people need to follow in your footsteps uh, in the beginning of a charge, the patriot is a brave and scarce man, but then when their cause succeed him, the timid join because then it costs less to be a patriot. A lot of people commenting, well, I wish we had more on the judge. This was a letdown. We need more information. Well, I would say to those people who are criticizing OMG for publishing this video, I would say, first of all, um, you don't know that it's a letdown because we're just getting started. And if someone has the balls to go up to this guy who's a female and record him, be my guest. Uh, but that cannot happen until someone, someone comes out and tries to do something. And that will give permission to people to do more. Like our friend Carly here, who actually recorded the IRS agent. Now other people are signing up to go record and do likewise. I can't even tell you what they're doing. But oftentimes you don't know it's possible until someone goes out and does something. And that's how you get started in this business. You have to have, you have to show that it can be done and it will be done. Um, Carly, anything else? Um, I don't think I have anything else to add right now. I'm just like really proud of the, the work we all did. This was team effort and, you know, and I, I've watched the whole him running away on camera thing a thousand times now, and I, I find it hilarious. Crazy. Okay, our cameraman's winded. We're going to throw it up. Ah. I have no fear of fainting in a gym. I always throw up in the gym. I threw up many times while I was working out. We were about to throw up here, running a mile down the streets of New York City, this restaurant owner trying to take our footage off of our phones. Are you recording anything here? No. You guys did no. great. No. No. Okay. Why would you ask? Uh, because the other gentleman around the corner recording. Now, this restaurant owner, do you think he recognized me or do you think he was just paranoid? Oh, yes. He recognized you. He recognized me. He recognized you. Um, they couldn't even say, I know you're, they wouldn't say my name. That was interesting to me. He knew you were recording. He knew, 
he didn't want to get caught on camera, you know, t singling out James O'Keefe. You know, yeah. he's not going yeah, to. He doesn't that want to. Say, I feel like he doesn't want to say my name. We have, by the way, thanks to you, Carly, sixty-three new people have signed up for American Swiper. Sixty-three people have signed up, inspired by the judge, inspired by your work. Uh, and speaking of New York City, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, that's the February 29th. People say that's a fictional day. That's leap year. No, there's a February 29th this year. I'm going to be speaking at the Union League Club in New York City. I'm giving a speech on journalism, philosophy, ethics, privacy, American muckraker, the book, the Union League Club. We're going to go ahead and post that Eventbrite link to our thread in our spaces. Um, so, Carly, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, James. Thank you. Um, so that you can go ahead and sign up. We have a speech tomorrow. We also have Bill. Bill, are you still there? Bill Elmore? Yes, sir. Okay, Bill. Just We're going to get to you in about 60 seconds. Bill Elmore, and a former IBM executive, following up on the IBM story that we broke uh, about the DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Um, but before we get to Bill... Man Alive, the undercover work we do at OMG, very expensive. Exposing things the public needs to know is not only risky, it's very risky. I've been arrested multiple times, raided by the FBI. Uh, people say I'm going to get audited by the IRS. I don't know. I mean, the IRS seems to be running away from me. Not Perhaps they're afraid if they audit me, then I'll expose the audit. Maybe they're actually afraid of that. It'll be interesting to see. What are the odds I get audited? I should do a poll. Probably 100% of people say I get audited. But they're afraid. And it's really a risky endeavor. And it takes a lot of money to do this. Uh, most journalists don't actually go anywhere. They don't leave their studio. You're operating without a safety net. So we are super blessed to have folks that will step up and back us financially. One of those groups who has the balls is the wellness company. The wellness company is this kit. It has... Ivermectin it has amoxicillin. We take it with us. One of our journalists is currently in the desert undercover, has this with us, and we can take those in case we are sick. They're with us all the way, and I'm so fortunate to have them. And I'm telling you why you need to know them. You need a full supply of meds at home for your family. Do not get caught without that when traveling. It's got eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, Z-Pak, Ivermectin. Keep it on hand. From tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror, they have you covered. You can save 15% on your purchase today. Grab a pen, write this down, type this out, twc.health slash OMG. That's twc.health slash OMG. Saves you 15%. That's twc.health slash OMG. It's very expensive, very risky to do this. Very risky work. But we are protected by angels. This is us driving outside of the of this oh, uh, facility. This was like six thirty in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're leaving this this gym. Right, and it was like a scene out of Sleepy Hollow. Back from the, uh, Look at this. Judge Arthur. It was so foggy I couldn't see ten feet ahead of me on the Palisades Parkway. Uh, yeah, it was definitely spiritually. I felt a very, it was a very spiritually dark place inside the gym. I, I got the impression a lot of people were not fans of mine eyeing me down. Um, but I believe that others will come forward with recordings. We are creating a revolution of whistleblowers and insiders. And if you're lying, cheating or stealing, you're going to be recorded. Now, speaking of that, we got Bill, Bill Elmore, 
former IBM executive, Bill. Tell us what you did for IBM. I worked in the outsourcing space just when um, you know uh, companies started looking to outsource their IT. Uh, so I managed their executive relationship with our clients, make sure we we're delivering on our contracts, had good customer relationships, and we're growing our business. And and tell us what you have to say here. Uh, you're on the live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Two months after the IBM DEI story, tell us what you have to say. Well, DEI is code word for D-I-E um, because that's how you kill a company when you focus on D-E-I only. Just look at the Biden administration. Uh, tell us what your experience was at IBM. Well, we didn't. So I retired from IBM before all, all that nonsense started, to be honest with you. So we didn't have to deal with that. We IBM always considered itself a very progressive um, company, so they always started first on any initiative like this. They they were first to um, recognize, um, you know, gay gay rights and women's rights, and you know, before it was even pushed um, publicly. So I'm not surprised that they would be pushing DEI. Um, anything else you want to add as a former IBM person? Who watched that video? Did you experience that yourself? People discriminating against Asians, not hiring people because of their race, because they're white. When did you work at IBM? So I, I, I started working at IBM. I was actually outsourced into IBM 1997, and I finished um, 2018. And the discrimination I experienced was age discrimination. So IBM's not, uh, they're not shy about discriminating, um, but uh, I came up here because I, when you were talking about Judge Enron, um, you know, I, I agree with uh, Mr. President and Mr. Elon, <laughs> who said basically he, um, he, he, I think he was emboldened by, you know, you just watch him smirk during the trial, right? The, he, 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 he saw himself being, his ego being built up. So he's been a creep probably his entire career, but now he's... Uh, speaking of that, uh, 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 Bill, I'm getting DMs. One of the great things about this video of Judge Ngoron, a lot of positive responses are, it's getting, we're getting a lot of people coming forward to us as I speak live on the air who've known Ngoron. I don't know if they have no place to go or what the issue is, but they're coming to me now. This is a quote, this has got another individual. Everybody knows what he does inside that gym. It's been known for a long time. And I say to you, sir, who's damning me, and you're, you're watching me say this, I won't say your name on the air. If everybody knows what he's doing, then why aren't these people recording it? You know, I can't record it. I can't wiretap the place. That's a felony. I can only record what he tells me. But if the judge is doing these things, crossing some line, talking this way, um, you know, it's time for you guys to take the mantle citizens of this country i'm reading this, that's my gym everyone knows what he does it's been known for a long time okay well how much you guys let's do a little bet live on the air oh keith you're not going to get anything else okay watch watch me watch me okay i'll prove you wrong you're a beautiful girl in the new york city metro area you're a member of equinox go to the gym and talk to the guy I guarantee he'll talk to you guarantee you get more on it now you know. Now you know what time he works out, and now you know where he works out. 
And if the people of this country, the powerful people, are not going to go do live their lives because they're afraid of me, if they're afraid of, of, of what they might say, then I suppose we're accomplishing our mission in a different way. Suppressing the evil and deterring the evil, we are successful. And if the evil continues, we'll record the evil. You see how this works? That's what we're going to do. Bill, back to you, IBM yes. executive. Yeah, so uh, what you have to actually capture is, you know, the conversation, everybody will start a conversation, right? But when it turns, when their faces drop, that's what they have to capture on video or audio. What did he say that offended them so much, right? Because he cle clearly crosses a line every time. Yeah, it crosses. It seems as though it crosses some type of sexual line. Uh, but nevertheless, the conversations turn about, you know, what, what are we doing to get the Trump supporters out of New York? He's talking about the hate mail he's getting. He's talking about being a strong guy. When a woman tells him, well, I what are you doing to stop these Trump people? What does he say to that? And the thing is, if he does, if he changes his behavior as a result of these videos, if our judges change their behavior because they're afraid of OMG or you guys, then we will be successful in our mission. They might be more afraid to be caught. And if they don't change their behavior, then you guys are going to be out to record them. But either way, we're going to be successful. That's how that works. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and open up the floor to all of you to get your questions, thoughts, comments, audience engagement Keep the momentum. I'm getting a lot of DMs about Angoron right now. We're going to open up the floodgates, and we're going to go to you, the audience. So, team, let's go ahead and get everyone queued up in the room. We're going to go to you, get your thoughts, reactions, questions, comments, metaphysical observations, philosophical speculations. Uh, let's go to first, let's go to um, Honey Bee. Are you there? Hey, how you doing? All right, you're on the inside with James O'Keefe. You're live. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to uh, thank you for everything you do for bringing out the truth, and uh, wanted to mention that we have a few countries on board with hashtag Mayday. Um, we're going to stop buying, selling, going to school, and work from four thirty to five to twenty-four. And uh, hold on to our dollar, nothing corporate. And uh, I got posts out there for everybody to share if they can help, you know, bring unity in the world so that we can uh, get this going. Um, if we could do it in three days, um, we could do anything. It'll be possible for us to do it long term to starve the corporations. And the corporations feed the belligerent government. So um, thanks for bringing me up and uh, thank you. Me let Appreciate me get the Let's All go right, to Dave. Debbie. Keep up the great job. Thank you. Let's go to Debbie. Uh, you're live. James O'Keefe. You're on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Debbie, we're going to go back to you. Let's go to Luke. Luke McKee. You're live on yes. the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. So, been wanting to talk to you for a very long time. You might remember that a long time ago, WikiLeaks dropped spirit cooking from the Guccifer 2.0 hack of John Podesta's emails. What you don't know was Maria Abramovich was working at the Australian Studies, sorry, American Studies section of Sydney University in the same building 
as a member of the Ordo Templi Orientis cult. Spirit cooking is the Ordo Templi Orientis cakes of light ritual. And there's a court case, which I'll talk to you about privately, that's going down in Flagstaff, Arizona, where the Ordo Templi Orientis will be put on trial. The global leader of the cult, David Shriven, is on camera in leaked training videos, the kind of, you know, inside information you love to scoop up. In the 90s, um, I've sent you the link um, where I found the material, admitting to a doctrine of human blood drinking and saying that two children, real children, not adult stand-ins, must join the Gnostic Catholic mass ritual. If you go to Vimeo and turn on turn off the adult filter before you search for Gnostic with a G, Catholic Mass, you'll see this um, ritual, that's the most tame version they publish, looks like a black mass. So I don't think uh, 501c3 organisations should have a doctrine of child abuse and the head of the cult in Australia, David Bottrell, testified under oath. All that right, sir, thank you. I, we're gonna, you're going to have to talk to me offline because I yep, give you about offline. 30 okay. seconds. So one Cheers, of the most man. important things about journalism is your ability to communicate effectively. I want to make a word about this, and then we got a, a solid 30 minutes to get to you so we can get to 30 to 50 people here. When, I, when people send me information, and we get more information than you could possibly imagine, the people who are able to communicate succinctly in one paragraph what their story is are the ones who get a call back. Now, if you can't communicate succinctly and, 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 and clearly who, what, when, where, why in 30 seconds or less, then... Frankly, it makes you less credible because you have to think clearly to have that logic and that rationale, that sensibility as a journalist. Um, and I'm not saying that the gentleman didn't now just speak clearly, but I need to know in 30 seconds or less what your point is because that has to go up front. Let's go back to everyone here waiting to speak. Let's go to, um, let's see here. Team, who do we have queued up? Uh, Linda, RN, you're muted. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Um, I, I just, after you uh, brought me up, I noticed that Carly dropped out, but maybe you can answer this. I don't know. After um, she did this, she mentioned she was a, uh, she dated him for months. What happened after that? I mean, did, is he still bothering her? What's going on? Well, this is just this is what happened. We um, we we confronted him in the cookie shop, and now he won't return anyone's calls. We don't know what happens, whether it be the uh, the White House uh, cybersecurity official, the IRS a criminal investigator, or uh, th these people just sort of drop off the face of the planet Earth. Now, the judge may not drop off the face of the Earth. He's going to keep going to the gym. Um, so that's the answer to your question. Let's go to. Queen of the Juice, you're live. Go ahead. Hello. Um, I was just wondering if you had any knowledge on the DARPA social experiment that is illegal going on in Cheatham County, Tennessee. I don't, but if you do, you've got 15 seconds to tell us what it's about. Okay, great. It's a multi-generational uh, social experiment where they are socially engineering happy slaves who will, uh, who will submit to authoritarian governmental practices of predators. All right. Thank you for the tip. If you have any more information, send it to us. Um, let's see who else we have. We have Lala. Go ahead. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. 
Hi guys. Um, I was just going to say, I actually stopped going to the gym because of people like that. So I actually wouldn't be good bait anymore, <laughs> but um, I wanted to say as to regards to people like in their seventies and things being in a position of public service, we got to like somehow push for like 65 retirement in public service because the mental decline is so hard to detect and it takes a while so by the time they're that mentally declined, they can do a lot of damage. Thank you for the comment. 74-year-old, three times divorced judge. Nothing wrong with him hitting on women. The question is, what is he saying to the women? That's what we want to know. And I'm talking about any judge. It doesn't have to be limited to this judge. Expand your minds, team. Talk to me a little bit about... You know, why can't you do this? Why does James O'Keefe always have to be the one? Well, James, you should have had a hot girl. Okay, I'm not a hot girl. I mean, I can put a dress on, but, um, you know, that doesn't necessarily work. What's up? Phone's plugged in. Phone's about to die, but we got it plugged in. We're all ready to go. Um, Donald, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. What do you got? 30 seconds. Hey, James, uh, like you said, I mean, even if Angron is prudent enough not to run his mouth to one of your swipers, the truth will set you free. Stand, stand up for your principles. Uh, find ways to, to, to give your money to conservative organizations and, and not to woke liberal organizations. The left like to boycott firms. It's time for the right to boycott. Thank you. Well, I mean, it, 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 the way I look at it is he either continues to behave biased and talk about and do the biased thing, or he's deterred from behaving the way that he does because he's afraid of cameras recording his every move. Either way, that's exactly right. Either way, we win. Truth wins, justice wins. For those of you cynics out there, nihilists out there, nothing matters. Video doesn't matter. Exposing them doesn't matter. Well, you say that, but they run and sprint, and it's great television, and they're scared. What are they scared of? If it doesn't matter, what are they actually running away from? If it doesn't matter, why are they running? if it doesn't matter. So uh, the thing that we're fighting is the nihilism and the cynicism and the hopelessness. That's what we're fighting. Uh, Prometheus, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Oh, James, uh, thank you for just being such a s amazing soldier for truth. I'm here in the UK and um, we have elections that are coming up. And so um, uh, I believe that we are going to witness fraud in our election rigging um, process and uh i would love to you know uh send you materials on this um i don't want to discuss how i've gotten these materials and from whom but uh yeah i believe they're significant and in the coming weeks and months um i'd, I'd like to systematically expose uh the rigged election system here in the uk thank you uh we've heard a lot about rigged elections but we only see circumstantial evidence no direct evidence no incontrovertible evidence so I would propose to you that if you you if you're working inside these vote counting centers, if you're working in the registrar office of any county office, OMG would be happy to take a look at any recordings that you might have. And again, just one video clip of someone engaged in bad behavior can deter a lot of fraud. Let's go to Heidi Milkey. Go ahead. Hi, James. So nice to meet you. And I'm, I just want to say thank you for everything that you're doing for this world, trying to get the message out. Um, I'm not very familiar with what you're talking about with this actual judge with the thing. I've been 
catching up as I can. I'm from Canada. With everybody talking about these elections, first of all, in England, London is considered separate from the UK. So there is no voting because that's the financial, okay? As well as the America, um, you've got Washington, D.C., which is separate. It's a corporation what the United States is. So once again, it doesn't matter about rigged elections because it's not even a country. That's what you need to go to is the basics for everything because the beauty about people that lie, they can't keep the truth. And we all know that history was rewritten because we've got the 13 families that did everything. And we've fortunately, the Rothschild just passed away, what, two days ago. We have the queen, the queen in Sweden. We've got Prince Charles, all of this stuff. It's, it's all God wins. It's just now trying to, what I try to say, everybody, is God wins. So it's about love. We have a lot of people who have followed Catholicism religiously that totally believe in that, believe in their priest, believe in the Pope. That's what we need to start doing is worrying about those people when the truths start to come out because our neighbors are going to start to panic. And well, it's all say, about love. Uh, thank you for your comment, Isabel. Thank you, love. James. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you God for bless your comment. you. And we have a lot of Canadians that want us to work in Canada. We have a lot of countries that want us to be everywhere. I have to, it has to start somewhere, though. And obviously, I can't be everywhere. I need to lead from the front, but obviously, I can't get the information that perhaps a woman, maybe we're talking not a 10, we don't want a bombshell. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting debate, isn't it? Should the woman is, How hot can the woman be before it becomes unattainable, to quote Alex Stein? I think Alex has a point there. I don't know if you want a 10. I think you want like a 7, maybe an 8. So maybe to elicit the information. We're trying to get the information here, guys. You know, Ernest Hemingway once said about morality, well, it's immoral. And I think we're beyond the moral discussion at this point of undercover work. But what is moral is what you feel good after. What is immoral is what you feel bad after. That's a very minimalist analysis. Perhaps a better way of looking at when it comes to undercover journalism is not so much what is moral is what you feel good after because there's nothing, it doesn't feel good to secretly record somebody. But what what's better about it is that you have the information that you wouldn't have otherwise. That's why we send the girls in there to get the recordings. Let's go to um, the next speaker here. We've got, we've got the disruptor. Go ahead. You're live. Hello, James. How you doing? Nice day at Washington here. Uh, this is a bit off talk for the space, but uh, I was inspired in one of your incredible rooms about what's going on at the border and immigration. And uh, I took it upon myself with another influencer, about a million point one followers, Dom Lecrae, to support uh, Mark Carter in Chicago, who's trying to bring attention to the nation and the world about the invasion in Chicago. I put some things in your DM, which is shocking, the lawlessness the sales, open sales of fentanyl in the streets across from the federal building and Senator Durham's office on the corner of Jackson and Plymouth. These guys are running rampant on, on unlicensed, unregistered mopeds, threatening so people in broad daylight. We, what, what's the video? What's the thing? How are we going to do that? The, thi the thing is, is turning Chicago red, which is a swing state. And this guy is working actively to get the black vote to blow, uh, put their own candidates in place to vote Republican to get Trump back All in right. office. That's vote, the big story. Vote, uh, get out the vote operation. David M. Nixon, you're the U.S. veteran uh, running for Congress. Question, thought, comment. You got 30 seconds. 
Okay, it's not me running for Congress, uh, James. I appreciate the time on the mic. It's my son, Nixon for Georgia. He's running in District 2. District 2 in Georgia is the poorest district. It's also the largest district in South Georgia, and it has been uh, blue since 1875. Uh, is a 30-year incumbent in office right now, and we're hoping that we can overtake him. So, Thank if, you. Uh, All right. Anybody can Appreciate Thank it. Uh, let's go to, we want to keep this to comments and questions, not advocacy for your campaign and whatnot. I want to talk about substance. Let's go to Lady Lisa. You're live with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Hi there, James. Thank you so much for what you do and thanks for having me. Um, I just wanted to make a few comments. Um, I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I had been recently looking through job listings, and my background's psychology, clinical psychology. I've been working in social services for about 20 years. I see in a lot of the job listings, there are um, listings for working in migrant shelters as shelter aides and things like that through uh, NGOs such as the International Rescue Committee. That particular organization, I believe, gets about $500 million per year from the federal government. But I just wanted to mention that there are opportunities listed as jobs to be able to infiltrate these organizations. So that's that's the only thing I wanted to mention. Well, yeah, the International Rescue gets $1.3 billion, $400 million from the feds, HHS. If you're listening to this and you want to be on the inside of those organizations, DM us. Thank you for the question. Huge, huge opportunity out there to record. We, we need Spanish-speaking people, Chinese-speaking, Arabic speakers on the inside. We will pay you. We will equip you. Thank you. I'm actually texting back and forth with this individual. I hope that she's willing to come on the air here. Uh, found it very painful, uh, her experience with Judge Angoran, 1979. It must have been around the same time he was apparently dating the secretary of the— This is crazy— Judge Angoran was dating the secretary of the opposing counsel in another case when he pursued this woman in the divorce case. I don't know if anyone's reported this. I doubt it. I've requested for this individual to come on with us live on the inside. This is why we do these stories. You break one story, it whipsaws, other people come out. It's really, really great thing that we're seeing in journalism. Of course, none of these people can go to the Washington Post. Isn't that ironic? They can't go to the New York Times. Let's go to uh, uh, LeBron, 53. You're back with James O'Keefe. What do you got? Hey, James. Nice to talk to you again. I am a vet veteran, 10 years combat vet, and I am part of uh, many different veterans groups here on Spaces on the X. And we are very much more interested in the work you did before, as well as what you did today. It's great you're exposing these people. This definitely needs to come out to the public. And uh, we pray for you every night. We think that you're a great guy. And we need more intel and information uh, on the uh, situation with the migrants being used for the UN Army, the substandard. They're also saying they're going to be replacement theory. I think that's just a smokescreen for what they're really doing. And just recently they had the uh, connection between the Chinese mafia and the Mexican mafia that's actually following them in through the border. So, All right. Well, what we need is incontrovertible evidence. That's what we really need. That's only the only thing anybody actually cares about. That's uh, we, need, we need video recordings showing them in their own words admitting their biases, fraud, corruption, illegality, and money laundering. Everything else is just coffeehouse conversation bullshit. Let's go to I'm, – I, am, I, am I right or wrong? Does anybody care what anybody thinks? If you want to care – if you care what people think, tune into cable news. 
No one breaks any actual new information. It's all a bunch of people opining. So unless you have balls and will, uh, you're wasting my time. Let's go to Wretched. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. Hello, James. Um, all these all these high-profile cases we're watching with Alvin Bragg, with uh, uh, Fannie Willis, with Jack Smith, and Judge Engeron. Um, what are the chances that these are actually being shown to us to get us into spaces like this and get us talking about it? I think it's a, a confluence of events that, is, that has created a situation where we have to examine, I mean, uh, w whether this man is biased and getting him to admit that he is biased, getting him, these judges to admit that they're doing things for political reasons is everything. And we know that there are some character issues with this man. We're trying to get more. Let's go to Tangi, chess player, pre-law student with straight A's. Go ahead. Hey, it's Taji. It's Taji. But uh, thank you for having Taji, me. Taji, uh, go ahead. I didn't. I know. I have a question. I just wanted to say thank you. I've been following you for a long time uh, since back in the uh, Project Veritas days. Uh, the Hunter Biden uh, situation was awesome. Uh, the, uh, the, I mean, you just been covering so many stories. I think I first was introduced to you from like a, a an interview you did on um, uh, Young Pharaoh's YouTube, uh, maybe about three or four years ago. And you know, it's funny how things kind of change and you know turn out. So I just wanted to say thank you for your patriotism, thank you for your innovation in your field, and um, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Uh, another message from an individual saying, I live close to the gym in Great Neck where the judge works out. Used to go there before I built mine. So we got people messaging us, multiple people inside the gym. Uh, let's go to Baba Thakur. You're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. All right. Uh, you there? Uh, thank, th thank you, James. Uh, thank you for creating this space. Uh, uh, I have nothing to say. All uh, right, let's go, one to, let's go to thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, let's go to Nick. Nick Anonymous, go ahead. Appreciate you uh, having me on. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, I have a story for you out of Henderson, Tennessee. It is a follow-up story, and I contacted uh, O'Keefe Media Group about it. It is about two uh, about a veteran who was murdered by the FBI in his home with a pre-dawn raid. Uh, he didn't do anything wrong. It's suspected that he did social media. It was because of social media posts. And I am in contact with his father. And I want to do a follow-up story with you on that. And I, you told me to film it. You messaged me, told me to film it. And I'm going to uh, work on that story for you. All right. Go, go ahead and DM us again. Uh, send us a message on Signal and we'll follow up with you yeah, it, it was, Thank it, it was, yes, it was uh, reported by the Post Millennial. Post Millennial actually covered the story. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's go to Vincent. You're live with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. While we're waiting for Vincent, we've just posted a map of all there one part. Oh, there you are. One second, Vincent. We posted a map to our nest. That's the thread on spaces of all states where it's legal to record one party consent there's a great map that was given to me by one of these guests and the blue states where all parties must consent uh so you have to be careful the blue states but in the gray states you're fine new jersey new york virginia uh delaware 
Arizona, Texas, Nevada, Wisconsin, Georgia. It's perfectly legal to record. You have that map there you can take a look at. Vincent, go ahead. I just want to say I was a donor at Veritas. I'm a donor at OMG. I met you a lifetime ago with Andrew, and he would be impossibly proud of how great you are. And God bless you and keep fighting. Take care. Well, I wish Andrew was still alive to see this movement. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. I met Andrew when he was almost 40 years old, some 15 years ago in his basement in, in California. Uh, he had his four kids, Andrew Breitbart, he had his four kids running around. I showed him the acorn videos. I showed him the, the acorn clips on my laptop and his whole demeanor changed when I showed that to him. Uh, and it was a remarkable moment. And he wanted to embarrass the media. He only lived to 43 years old. He lived a life that was 10x most of our lives. Uh, and I have to remind myself to stay healthy and stay fit and eat right. I'm on the airplanes every other day. So it's a tough life, a lot of stress, a lot of trauma. Um, we got to stay healthy. Uh, we got to take care of ourselves. It's a lot of stress, a lot of psychological trauma. But you know what? What's what's interesting about this weekend? We talk about all this stress and trauma and danger, but it is quite fun. It's great fun. It's it's running after people. We we put the music in the videos. I'm doing what I love, and I and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, let's go to Philip. You're live, Philip Taylor. Go ahead. Oh, thanks, James. Uh, so I had two questions. Uh, if somebody was going to first do any of this stuff, what would be your core tips or things to avoid uh, that are just like dead giveaways or things that screw up your ability to be effective? Great question. Um, what are the things that are the greatest challenges or obstacles? Yes. Um, I would say, well, gee, that's a good question. Well, I got my colleague offline. Feel free to speak. Uh, I, I have a hundred things to say. <laughs> um, yeah. What what are the greatest what are the reasons why most people don't succeed doing this? Well, you got to get your camera angle right. That's a one. The technology. Technology. Number one, technology. They got to be in frame. I mean, we had like five cameras fail on us, so you have to have redundancies. You got to have audio. Yes. So the restaurant's too noisy. Um, you have to think in the moment as you're talking to the person what the story is, and that can change on a dime. You have to be willing to think organically and fluid situation, and you have to be ethical. You have to be absolutely fearless. You have to have integrity, and you have to be creative, and you have to be theatrical. If you don't have all those qualities, whatever your weakest link is, it's going to cause the operation to fail. It's going to cause the investigation to fail. Uh, cool. They're all I have really one follow-up. If you don't get the audio, you have no story. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I just had one follow-up. I noticed in a lot of the videos that you um, have somebody un undercover, they utilize two things a lot, alcohol and flattery. Is there any other really good tools to getting somebody to spill their beans? I mean, they don't really drink as much as you might think. And, and uh, um, I think the flattery thing, it's about um, O'Keefe Academy. We sell it on our website. You know, One of the tools we use is a book called It's Not About Me. And it's about making it about the other person. Express genuine interest in them as people. When it comes to the sex stuff, you know, men's minds tends to turn to mush if you talk about sex. It's more interesting to talk about what, what you know, what what they're interested in and express genuine interest in them. Thank you for the comment. Great question. Let's go to John Anderson. We've got another 15 minutes. You're live with James O'Keefe. Go ahead. James, thanks for having me on. Um, I'd like to formally invite you when you're ready to get out of the fog and drudgery 
to uh, Maui, I have a place at ground zero that didn't burn and uh, we can do a, a wellness check on Nick Sorter. But I think there's ample opportunity to expose some of the garbage that's going on out there. Well, I mean, I'd love to expose more garbage. The problem is it's an 11-hour flight from New Jersey. I can't be everywhere at the same time. It's just the challenge. We're so backed up. I need to lean on you guys and send you guys equipment, you know, and get you guys rolling. And maybe we can do that. We'll talk to you. Um, let's go to the next person. We got, we got a lot of people here today. A lot of interesting, eclectic voices here on the inside with James O'Keefe. You're Matea Murta, pro-life family representative to the United Nations. Go ahead. Hey, hey, James. Thank you so much for all you do. I just wanted to give you a big shout out to your team who are absolutely incredible. I, Because of you, I actually was inspired to expose some sexual misconduct by UN personnel in Tel Aviv, Israel a year, year and a half ago. And because of that, there was an internal UN investigation launched. So many bridges were built and that's because of you and your team giving me the inspiration. And when you say, for all your followers listening to this, when you say that the burden cannot fall just on you, it's up to each and every one of us, it really is. And it is such a stinking adventure when you your name is flashed everywhere and uh, something goes viral like that. So I cannot thank you enough and to your team. God bless you all. Well, Matea, how do you get people over? What's the biggest obstacle to people doing this in your view? I mean, I'm able to do it. Uh, is it fear? What, what is it exactly? You cannot care about the opinion of man. You literally just cannot care. You have to care more about others than yourself. And once you get over that, it liberates you and then you just run with it. And you you literally just cannot turn back because once you're on this roller coaster, you just keep going. You cannot care about the other opinion of man. I'm going to plagiarize you because that was beautifully said. Well, I there you go. It's right. in the Bible. <laughs> I, well, that, well, it's in the Bible. I don't know. We have to find that verse. You cannot care about the opinion of man, uh, or as one of our whistleblowers said, tr I trust in God, not man. Exactly. I fear God, not man, or whatever the quote is. Uh, but I, I have found that to be true, Matea. The, um, uh, the newspaper defamation in the beginning of my career was so great that it even made me kind of uh, weak in the knees. It's no, it's mm -hmm. no fun to be hated and to be, and to be uh, uh, branded as a, as, a, as a criminal, terrorist, unethical scumbag. Obviously, that's not true, but... It's no fun to be thought of like that by people who buy ink by the barrel. But what you're saying is you can't care about that. And you think that's changing? Do you think that can changing? We have a quote here from the Bible, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. That's from Proverbs. Do you think that it's changing now with the advent of X and maybe the newspapers don't matter as much? Or what are your thoughts on that? I totally think it is. And I think for a long time, since my youth, I've talked to people and it's starting to become more popularized where you look at what's happening in the world and people are finding their voice. And that's because I believe whether we talk about X or we talk about independent media or what you're, you guys are doing, it's fueling the fire. I look at now and when I talk to young people, especially, I just say like, you can either feed into the fear part of an emotion of a negative emotion, or you can steer that in a productive way. And so now where, you know, like you're talking about where you get the defamation and your names flashed everywhere and people are criticizing you, you can look at that and become fearful, or you can take that and let that fuel your fire and fuel your passion in order to help others. And so for me, I see that happening on a frequent basis where people just don't give a crap anymore. 
and it's about others. And once you get to that point, that's off. Well, I, I want to talk to you, Matea, offline. You, you strike me as I can tell in the tone of your voice and that you have character and courage and will, and that's what we need. And Thank I second you. that. I, 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 I think that you, you, the thing that deters people from doing this is the concern they have about the perception of other people, particularly mm-hmm. when the powerful interests have the, the courts and the media and all of it. Um, they don't want to be branded with the scarlet letter. They don't want to be thought ill of by powerful people. They want to get the Pulitzer Prize. And and I really think that you have to you know follow your own conscience. Yes. So that's a very powerful thing there, and I'd like to talk to you. Thank you for the, the comments. We got another ten minutes. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, G- Gandalf. Are you there? Yeah. Hey, James, how's it going? I want to just thank you first for everything that you've been doing. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, so I just wanted to raise, you know, this story has been brought up by you guys uh, maybe about a year ago about the MMTLP story. You know, there's 65,000 families that have been impacted where their funds have been completely held up and we don't have access at all to any of our money. Retirement accounts have been affected and all this because of regulators who have defrauded investors on the stock market. And, you know, we've been trying to overhaul so many obstacles and we've had Congress on our side advocating for us through letters, you know, representation, and yet we still continue to be stonewalled. What what can we do as investors? You know, we've done so much coordination, but it still seems to be blocked off completely. Well, what do you think you can do? Well, so we've been reaching out to con- congressional support. We've had letters that have been sent out. You know, we have people are working our, behind the scenes, but it just seems that every single um, every single avenue or source of person that we've contacted, there seems to be corruption or some kind of influence that always has an obstacle that comes in front well that's a that's a long conversation obstacles influence i think what matters is you know i'm you're speaking to someone who does something very specific you have to catch the the bastards on tape doing the bad acts everything else is just coffee house conversation so how do we catch the, so, the villains on tape admitting the thing i've got to go to the next caller because I've got six people waiting. Thank you. We'll talk offline. DM me. Send me a signal message. Brad Smith, you're live on the inside with James O'Keefe. You say freedom is a choice. What say you about today's videos and your reactions to them? Brad, are you there? Brad's not there. Let's go to Delta. Hang on, I've got the microphone on. Hello. You are there. Okay, Brad, go ahead. You're live with James O'Keefe. First space ever, James. Big fan. Mate, I just wanted to uh, to touch on something you mentioned before, which was uh, about how these people don't know who you are. And it just seems like this club of people that uh, are in the swamp, they're, they're completely blinkered. They've got no idea what's going on. I mean, are, are they scared? How do they, how, how do they, how do, how do they not know? How do they not know who I am is your question? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, wanted your thoughts on that, but my, my impression is that it's almost like they can't acknowledge my very existence because to do so would be itself an act of rebellion against their existence. I mean, it's almost like they're scared to look at, a, at an internet browser for, for, for fear of setting off and 
you know, all the alerts on their handlers or whatever. I mean, these people are in. They can't say my name. The restaurant owner, let's go back to the tape. This is the restaurant owner in New York City. You're just tuning in. This is the guy inside the restaurant that grabbed my phone. I was eating my dinner. This is in Greenwich Village. (laughs) This man, I'm going to put him on blast because he was kind of a jerk. What was his name? Steven. Steven what? We We got his ex account. Pull up his ex account, please. This is the restaurant owner. Uh, I got it. It's it's at S Werther. That's at S W E R T H E R. Let's go ahead and put that in the um, in the nest there. That's Stephen Werther. That's his face. That's right, Mister Werther. You're on video now. I got you. See, they're afraid to react because they know that if they react, I'm going to record them. So they can't even mention my name. It's like Vladimir Putin doesn't mention the name of the dissident guy. Vladimir Putin calls him uh, uh, him. He doesn't say his name or the person. Let's just watch this restaurant owner real quick. Are you recording anything here? No. No, sir. No. I can't believe this guy grabbed my phone. No. Why would you ask? Uh, because the other gentleman around the corner. Are you recording anything? So now they're going to start grabbing James O'Keefe's phone. Are you recording? It's like, why are you so afraid that I'm recording you? What are you so afraid of? Uh, you know, it's a good question you have. You're, you're, do you have an answer to the question you asked me? Well, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think, I mean, I'm from, I'm from Australia. So, you know, looking at, a, at the US there from afar, but, you know, the whole fraternity thing, everybody's in on it. Yeah, in the swamp. And I think once they get into the swamp, they're not allowed to look at anything outside of the swamp. So that's how you're able to sneak up on them. They're too scared to even look because if they look, they'll wake up just through the process of it or get in trouble from whoever else it is that's in on everything. But uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And I think I think you do an awesome job, mate. Keep it up. All right, well, we're going to keep it up. We need your help. Let's go to WTF, perhaps the most commonly used name after OMG. WTF, you're live. Go ahead, your former Army guy. What are your thoughts? James, what's up, man? So look, real, hey, can you guys hear yes, me okay? you're oh, live with a million shit. people. Go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. So let me ask you a question. Does the judge smell as bad as his teeth look? And in your professional opinion, do you think a 20-pound dumbbell would give him a hernia? Um... Here's what I'll say. I felt like I needed to sage myself from head to toe after being near that dude. And um, it, was very, it was a very interesting allegory because when we left the gym, we took the Palisades Parkway, 6.30 a.m., and there was so much fog. It felt like I was at the entrance of Dante's Inferno where the gate said, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. It was the foggiest morning I've ever seen in New Jersey when I left that gym. There has to, that cannot be a coincidence. It can't possibly be a coincidence. So it might be one of the grossest interactions I've ever encountered. And I think I need to do some energetic healing. So if we have any energetic healers, we get sages, crystals, whatever, the whole thing, priests, exorcisms. I mean, I felt it. And, uh, you know, I have to make decisions when to get out of Dodge. I suppose I could have stayed in there and talked to him further, but I had to make decisions. You're dealing with some a serious spiritual situation here, and I mean that sincerely. It's a legal situation. It's a spiritual
a question. Let's go to uh, Reese Magnet. Go ahead. You're live. We got another five minutes. You got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Mr. James, I just want to say uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that you do. I've been following you for years and um, I just appreciate everything that you do. Every time something comes out, it's it's a landmark situation that we're, we're unveiling this you know the stuff with the ai and the the irs just makes me sick to my stomach just want to pray for you and your family and just thank father god that you're you're on this mission so thank you for all you do and um you have a huge supporter in me well let's pray as if it depended on god and take action as if it depends on us and i pray that other people will follow the lead here and start recording audio on their voice memos on their iphone and record these interactions thank you for your comment appreciate it mute yourself because we're going to john laville john laville cybersecurity enthusiast sort of like the white house cybersecurity enthusiast um, but what do you have to say about today and and recording judges and courage and fearlessness? What do you have to say? Go ahead. John, John, you there? John's not there. Let's go. Coco, Coco, you're live. Go ahead. Your hand's up. Unmute hey, yourself. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. So the girls that are already there that have gone to the gym and they've been insulted and they've had that reaction, I'm sure they're all listening and I'm sure the gentleman that was was on that alerted you to it. Girls, if you guys can and you stop going, maybe y'all should go back. Y'all know what he said that has been insulting. It is a one-party right to record state. Uh, y'all have the right to videotape and also record. There's some great apps on Apple phone and whatnot. Record. There's one of you that he prefer, prefers more than the other. Go in there, strength in numbers, go in there, one of you record, let him come back and approach you and say some creepy shit, and you have him. So that's what I'm saying. I'm retired military. I don't go to the gym anymore because I'm retired and, you know, whatever. I don't live in the state. But what I'm saying is th there, there is a plan in place instead of a bunch of random people showing up at this gym and it alerts him. There are girls that, that he's approached, and there's probably one of one or two of his favorites that he likes to creep on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying. No, uh, you're right. That's well, where go. Well said. Perfect. I couldn't have articulated it any better myself. What a way to close out the show. You heard it there. Former military, women listening. This guy's apparently, I'm just learning this hitting on people that was a plaintiff in his court case, and then while simultaneous to hitting on that plaintiff or defendant in a relationship with someone else from another case, uh, women are out there listening. All you got to do is record on your phone. And, and, uh, and I know that there's other judges out there too that are engaged in certain political antics. And any anything that shows the unfairness, uh, the unethical behavior, um, you know, we've got people DMing us like mad right now, and I appreciate it. We're going to have a great awakening in this country through citizen journalists. Now, going back to my original point, um, if they stop doing the fraud, then we win. If they talk about the fraud into the hen camera, then we win. So no matter what happens, we're going to emerge victorious. That's the hope. That's the, that's the love, and that's the, the future of citizen journalism. 
for those of you just tuning in or coming in recently, we've gone over the IRS story, Judge Ngoron, breaking story, telling us on hidden camera. Inside is Equinox Gym at 5.30 in the morning in Great Neck, New York, that he's getting a lot of hate mail, but he's, quote, strong. Insiders inside the gym recording him, creeping girls out every single day. A video shows a woman using a machine, annoyed and gesturing to get him to back off. And a gym member supporting us, sources coming to us on the judge, as well as the IRS, uh, and we, as we head to the border this weekend to do more at OMG. You're listening to On the Inside with James O'Keefe every Wednesday, 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Thank you all. Stay tuned. And if you're lying, cheating, stealing, or scamming, you just might be the next unwilling internet celebrity. Thank you, and see you next week.